Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory be to God. Amen. God is good. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. I want to welcome you right now to the International Deliverance Ministries radio broadcast and podcast. My name is Evangelist Sean Benito and also International Voice of Deliverance Radio, 24 hours, amen, of uncompromised Christian radio. Praise the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. We want to go right now into our topic of discussion, and that is Islam. Islam, why the Bible teaches that it is the spirit of Antichrist. Islam, why the Bible teaches that it is the spirit of Antichrist. First, of, first and foremost, I want to say that we love the Muslim people. We are not against anybody who is Muslim or who adheres to the, to the religion or ideology of Islam. We love everybody, and that's the reason why we are having this podcast right now. We want to pray. Father, we pray for all those listening to the sound of my voice. Let your name be glorified, magnified, and exalted, Lord Jesus. And let your word go forth, O God, hallelujah, like a sword to God to pierce hearts with the truth of your word, and that they may come to salvation and genuine repentance and faith toward our Lord Jesus Christ, and truly repent of their sins and trust you by faith alone for their salvation. Lord, we give you thanks. We give you all the praise, all the glory, and all the honor that you alone deserve. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Islam, while the Bible teaches that it is the spirit of Antichrist. Amen. As I just mentioned earlier, we, we want, I want to say that we love the Muslim people. This podcast is not uh, produced in order to, amen, uh, promote hatred to anybody. We love them. We love, that's what the Bible says. The Bible says, he that loveth not knoweth not God, for God is love. We cannot even be a Christian if we don't have love. But the Bible says, love rejoices not in iniquity, but rejoices in the truth. And so that's why we have this podcast, and that's why we're having all these podcasts, amen, concerning the truth of the gospel and exposing sin, exposing error, exposing lies, exposing seducing spirits and doctrines of devils, and in this case, the spirit of Antichrist, amen, which, of course, uh, unfortunately, sadly, the religion of Islam is promoting, amen, the spirit of Antichrist. Now, how do we know that? He's making a, a tall statement. First, I want to read from the scriptures themselves, amen, from the Bible itself to see what is the spirit of Antichrist before we go any further. Now, not only is Islam, the Bible say the spirit, the spirit of Antichrist, but of course, anything that goes contrary to the doctrine of Christ, the Bible, is the spirit of Antichrist. But we want to see as to why this is, amen, uh, why the Bible calls Islam the spirit of, of Antichrist. If you turn with me to 1 John chapter number 2, amen, the Bible says this in 1 John, amen, the second chapter. Beginning at verse 22, the Bible says, Who is a liar but he that denied that Jesus is the Christ? He is Antichrist that denied, listen now, the Father and the Son. Whosoever denied the Son, the same hath not the Father. Listen to that. I'll read that again. Whoso denied the Son, the same, have not the Father, but he that acknowledged the Son, amen, hath the Father also. Praise God. Amen. I'm going to stop there. 
Amen. We're going to go back to verse 22 again. Who is a liar but he that denied that Jesus is the Christ? He is antichrist. Amen. The Bible says that denied the Father and the Son. Whoso denied the Son, the same, but not the Father, but he that acknowledged the Son hath the Father also. So what does this mean? Amen. What does this mean? Who is he that denied that Jesus is the Christ? Well, what does the Christ mean? The Christ means the anointed one. The Christ means he's the Messiah, right? He is the anointed one, the Messiah. What does the Messiah mean? Who is the Messiah? Who is the Messiah and, and who, what, what, this is a, what is his essence? Amen? What is his makeup? Amen. Who, who is he? And if we turn to Micah chapter 5, the Old Testament prophet Micah, praise the Lord, and we go to Micah the fifth chapter, Amen. Micah chapter number five, and we're setting the basis of this, amen, because we, we're not trying to give our own, you know, authority here. We're giving the authority of the word of Almighty God. So Micah chapter number five, amen, we're going to go to, and we're going to go to the Old Testament prophet in regards to understanding the spirit of Antichrist. But first and, first and foremost, who is the Christ? Who is he? Amen. And we want to know his, his uh, essence, Amen. Because it's important first and foremost to establish the essence of the Messiah. Amen. Because we're saying that the Bible says, who is Antichrist? Right. He that denied that Jesus is the Christ. Right. He's Antichrist. So let's see what it says here. Micah chapter five and verse two says this. But thou Bethlehem Ephrata, though thou be little among the thousands of Judah, yet out of thee shall Yet out of thee shall he come forth unto me, that is to be ruler in Israel, whose goings forth have been from old, from everlasting. Praise God. The Messiah is, his origins were from old, from everlasting. What does this mean? It means he has no origin. That he is God. The Messiah, the Christ, is God. Remember? Amen. When Jesus said, who, who is Amen. Who, who is the Messiah to be? Who is the Christ? Amen. They said, David said, he said, he said, well, why then David, why did, they, why then did David call him Lord? Hallelujah. What, what does that mean? That means that the Messiah is to be understood from the Bible to be God. Amen. The Lord said unto my Lord, sit thou on, on my right hand until thou make thine enemies thy footstool. The Messiah is to be God. Okay. And so denying that he is God means that you're antichrist. Okay, denying that he is God, your Antichrist, and also as we just read from uh, from uh, from First uh, John chapter number two, uh, also we understand that denying that Jesus is the Son of God, Amen. That if you deny the Son, you don't have the Father. That's also Antichrist. So the Bible reveals, Amen, that if you deny that Jesus Christ is uh, that he is God, amen, that he's the Christ, which means that he's God in flesh, then you deny his deity. You deny that he's God. The Bible also teaches that if you deny that Jesus Christ is the Son of God, you are also Antichrist. As we just read, he is and So who is a liar but he that denied that, that Jesus is the Christ, he's Antichrist, that he is Antichrist, that denied the Father and the Son, okay, Whoso denied the Son, the same hath not the Father, but he that acknowledges the Son hath the Father also. Islam says very clearly, and we're going to go through this, that they deny that Jesus Christ is the Son of God in the Quran. They deny that Jesus Christ is God in flesh. 
They denied that Jesus Christ died, was crucified on the cross. They denied that Jesus Christ died on the cross. They denied, they denied that Jesus Christ was God from all eternity. So this is what they deny. The essence of who the person, amen, and, and nature of Jesus Christ. They deny his God nature, amen. Right? They deny his, his God nature. One person, with two, one person with two natures, amen? He's fully God, he's fully man. They reject the deity of Christ. And so the Bible says by that basis it's antichrist. But we're going to go through exactly how we, how we understand from the Quran itself that it teaches that Jesus Christ is not the Son of God and is not God in flesh, did not die on the cross, is, was not crucified. And of course, the Bible, as we just read, would acknowledge the Quran and the religion of Islam as Antichrist, contrary to the person of Jesus Christ. Now, does Islam teach that do, do they, they would say that they believe in Jesus? But is it the same Jesus? Somebody can say to you, I believe in John Smith. It's OK. I, I know John Smith. And the other person says, oh, yeah, I know John Smith, too. And the other and person A says, but John Smith, I know John Smith. He's 85 years old. He, he's over, he's about 300 pounds. Um, he, he has five children. You say, wait, wait, but hold on a second. The John Smith I know is only 18 years old. He has no children. He's skin, he's, he's uh, you know, as skinny as a rake. And they're like, wait, hold, hold on a second. This is not the same John Smith. The same thing with the Bible, with the Jesus Christ of the Holy Scripture. The Jesus Christ of Islam is not the Jesus Christ of the Holy Bible. I repeat, the Jesus Christ of Islam is not the Jesus Christ of the Holy Bible. This is why the Bible says it gives a definition of who the person of Christ is. Amen. That he's God in the flesh. He died on the cross, rose again from the dead. He's coming back again. He is the son of God. Amen. And anybody that rejects that is not believing in the same Jesus Christ of Holy Scripture. And that Jesus Christ, according to the scripture, cannot save. It's a false Jesus with a false spirit and it's a false gospel. Now, we're going to go through the teachings of the Quran. Again, this has nothing to do with, with, with hating anybody. We don't hate. We love the Muslim people. And this is why we're having this podcast right now. Because we don't want to see the precious Muslim people die in their sins and go to hell. Dying because we do not believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. It's Antichrist. And we will die in our sins and go to hell. Jesus, if you do not believe that I am he... You will die in your sins. And we're going to get back, get, get back to that in a moment. But it basically means that he's God. So the teachings of Islam, here's what it says here now. Okay? We're going to go through uh, these teachings together. Right from uh, their, uh, the, uh, the website, get, getquranic.com. So getquranic.com. That's from the website. Okay? And we're going to go down, the, and this is taken from the, uh, the Quran, okay? The Islamic holy book, the Quran. So now, here's what it says in Surah Al-Baqarah uh, 2 and 136. It says this, and I quote, Say, O believers, we believe in Allah, and what has been revealed to us, and what, has, and what was revealed to Abraham, Ishmael, Isaac, and Jacob, Ishmael, Isaac, Jacob, and his descendants, and that, and what was given to Moses, Jesus, and other prophets from their Lord, we make no distinction between, between any of them, and to Allah we all submit, unquote. So what they said there, we just read it, that Jesus, Moses, and all the prophets are equal, and there's no distinction between them. So in other words, Christ is not greater than Moses and any other prophet, according to Islam. Is that what the Bible teaches? Not at all. We go to, of course, we're going to go to uh, the book of Hebrews, Hebrews chapter number one. 
Hallelujah. The Bible says this. In Hebrews chapter one, number one says, God who in sun-dried times and diverse manners spake in time past under the fathers by the prophets, hath in these last days spoken to us by his Son, hallelujah, whom he hath appointed heir of all things by whom I love it. Also, he made the world's glory, who being the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person and upholding all things by the word of his power, when he had by him purged our sins, sat down on the right hand of the majesty on high. Praise be to God. Being, much more, being made so much better than the angels, as he had by inheritance obtained a more excellent name than they. For unto which of the angels said he at any time, Thou art my son, this day have I begotten thee, and again I will be to him as father, and he shall be to me a son. And again, when he bringeth in the first begotten to, into the world, he saith, let all and let all the angels of God worship him. Who? The Lord Jesus Christ. And of the angels, he saith, who maketh his angel spirits and his ministers a flame of fire, but unto the Son, he saith, thy throne, O God, hallelujah, hallelujah, is forever and ever. A scepter of righteousness is the scepter of thy kingdom. Amen. Hallelujah. Thou hast loved righteousness and hated iniquity. Therefore, God, even thy God, hath anointed thee with the, with the oil of gladness above thy fellows. And I'm finished the quote from the word of God. Okay. I read nine chapters. And it teaches us here in the book of Hebrews that Jesus Christ is greater than the prophets. Amen. All the prophets. Okay. In the Bible. Now, the Bible does not acknowledge Muhammad to be a prophet at all in the scripture. Just to say that foremost. But Moses, of course, was. But now the Bible says, amen, that he made all things. Who? Jesus Christ. Who's the one that made all things? The one that made all things is God. How do we know that? Well, let's look in the book of Hebrews again. Okay. Hebrews. Okay. Praise the Lord. Chapter number. Uh, we're going to go to Hebrews chapter number three. Hebrews chapter number three says this. Okay, verse one, wherefore, holy brethren, partakers of the heavenly calling, consider the apostle and high priest of our profession, Christ Jesus, who was faithful to him that appointed him as also Moses was faithful in all his house. Now listen to this, verse three, for this man was counted, as talking about Jesus Christ, for this man was counted worthy of more glory than Moses. Hallelujah. Listen now. Inasmuch as he who had built the house hath more honor than the house. For every house is built by some man. But he that built that but he that hath but he that built all things is God. Amen. I gotta read that again. For every house is built by some man, but he that built all things is God. Hallelujah. That's the Lord Jesus Christ. The Bible says he made all things, all things, amen. He, amen. All things were made by him, by whom also he made the worlds. And we go to John chapter number one, verse one, it talks about Jesus Christ being the creator. In the beginning was the word, the word was with God and the word was God. Hallelujah. Amen. That Christ created all things. Amen. And we go to John chapter one and we understand this from the word of God. Amen. He was not a God as the uh, Jehovah's Witnesses uh, erroneously and blasphemously would like to suggest concerning the Savior, but the Bible teaches us that he created all things. In verse number two of John's gospel, the same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. Everything was made by the Lord Jesus Christ. So he's God. Now Islam rejects that. Islam rejects that. So that he's, he's, you know, he's no different than Moses that we just read. But it go goes a little further than that. It goes a little further than that. Amen. It says that Jesus Christ was created. Now, we know that he wasn't. We just read it from the word of God. But Islam teaches that Christ was created. Their Jesus was created. Not the same Jesus of the Bible. It's a false Christ. Here's what it says in verse 7. Uh, here's what it says in Surah Ali Imram uh, 359 in the Quran. 
And I quote, Indeed, the example of Jesus in the sight of Allah is like that of Adam. He created him from dust, then said to him, Be, and he was. I'm going to read that again. Indeed, the example of Jesus in the sight of Allah is like that of Adam. He created him from dust, then said to him, Be, and he was. Unquote. Surah Ali Imran, Imran 359. Jesus was created. We just read. We just read from the word of God. He was not created. His goings forth were from old, from everlasting. That's the Messiah. Amen. Hallelujah. He was not created. He is the creator. Hallelujah. All things were made by him. Well, all things were made by him. That means he had to make himself and he couldn't do that. He, was, he existed before everything. In the beginning was the word. The word was with God and the word was God, not a God, not created, but God. Hallelujah. Amen. That's what the Bible says. And the Bible is not going to make any kind of correction. It's the word of God. Now we're going to continue on. Amen. What does Islam teach concerning Jesus Christ? This is why the Bible teaches it's the spirit of Antichrist. Amen. Okay. We go on. Okay. We find out what, what Islam also teaches concerning the person of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. We want to find out more what, it's, what it teaches pertaining to the person of Jesus Christ. So we go to now, hallelujah, amen, and, and elsewhere in the Quran, praise God. We go to, amen, an, another uh, portion of the Quran that teaches us that Jesus Christ was never crucified on the cross, and nor did he die on the cross. I may believe that anybody that believes that are making assumptions pertaining to that, uh, those biblical truths, okay? And here it is what it says in the Quran, and, and I quote, and for boasting, we killed the Messiah. Jesus, son of Mary, he, uh, Jesus, the son of Mary, the messenger of Allah, but they never killed nor crucified him. It was only made to appear so. Even those who argue for this crucifixion are in doubt. They have no knowledge whatsoever, only making assumptions. They certainly did not kill him. Unquote. That's coming from Surah and Nisa 4157. The, the, the Quran teaches that Jesus Christ of Nazareth, amen, that he was neither killed nor crucified on the cross. And they said anybody that has acknowledged this are only making assumptions and that they certainly did not kill him. Is that what the Bible teaches? No, it's not. Not at all. Not at all what the scriptures teach. What does the scripture teach pertaining, pertaining to Jesus Christ dying on the cross? Amen. What does it teach? Was he crucified on the cross? Uh, the Bible says, yes, he was. Amen. He was crucified on the cross and that he died on the cross. Amen. Very clearly all throughout the Holy Scriptures. Amen. Praise God. And so we're going to we're going to look into that briefly. Amen. As we uh, this week is 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 a uh, uh, good Friday. Praise God. And resurrection Easter Sunday. Amen. Which we celebrate pertaining to the uh, crucifixion, the death, the burial and the resurrection of the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. But they're saying, no, he did not die on my cross. He was not crucified. And Islam is teaching uh, us today. But this is, is this what the Bible teaches? Of course, it not, does not teach that. Amen. The Bible teaches that they crucified him on the cross. Hallelujah. And that they did not put somebody else in his place. Amen. But that he himself was clearly crucified for our sins on the cross. Amen. So the scripture teaches us here as we go through the word of God. Amen. And uh, you go through the word of God here in uh, Mark's gospel, chapter 15. We only quote a few scriptures. It says here, Mark's gospel, chapter, chapter 15, verse uh, 32. Let's go to th verse 31. Likewise, also the tree priests mocking said among themselves with, with, with the scribes, he saved others himself he cannot save. 
Let Christ, the King of Israel, descend now from the cross that we may see and believe. And they that were crucified with him reviled him. That were crucified with him. He was crucified on the cross. Amen. Hallelujah. And there were two others, of course, as the Bible clearly tells us, that were crucified, amen, with him. Praise God. Hallelujah. And that he, so the Bible teaches us that the Lord Jesus Christ was crucified on the cross. Amen. And that he died on the cross. That Jesus Christ, Islam does not teach that he died. The Bible rejects that and says he did die on the cross. Amen. Hallelujah. And so we understand that Christ was crucified on the cross and that Christ also died on the cross for the remission of our sins. What does the Bible say in John's gospel? Go to John's gospel for a moment. Amen. John's gospel. Hallelujah. We're going to go right to the word of God here in John's gospel. And if we go to chapter nine, number 19. And we go all the way down to verse number 30. When Jesus, therefore, had received the vinegar, he said, it is finished. And he bowed his head and gave up the ghost. Amen. Which means that he died on the cross. Praise God. And then it goes on to say this. But one of the soldiers with a spear pierced his side and forthwith came there out blood and water. That's the evidence to show that he physically died on the cross. The evidence. Amen. Now. We're going to see the evidence in a moment. Here it is in John's gospel, chapter number, um, John's gospel, chapter number 20. Amen. It says here, talking about his crucifixion and his resurrection. But when Thomas, one of the 12 called Didymus, was not with them when Jesus came, the other disciples therefore said unto him, we have seen the Lord. But he said unto, but he said unto them, except I shall see in his hands the nail Print the print of the nails and put my finger into, into the print of the nails and thrust my hand into his side. I will not believe. This is Thomas speaking. And after eight days again, his disciples were within and Thomas with them. Then came Jesus, the doors being shut and stood in the midst and said, peace be unto you. Then saith he to Thomas, reach hither thy finger. Hallelujah. <laughs> and behold my hands and reach hither thy hand. And thrust it into my side, and be not faithless, but believing. And Thomas answered and said unto him, My Lord, hallelujah, and my God. Glory to God. Jesus said unto him, Thomas, because thou hast seen me, thou hast believed. Blessed are they that have not seen, and yet have believed. Amen. Here's what the Bible teaches us. Amen. That Jesus died on the cross very clearly. Was crucified. Amen. Down the cross, he showed the evidence of his crucifixion in his nail pierced hands. He showed the evidence of that he died on the cross. He didn't just fall asleep. He didn't, he didn't just, you know, uh, you know, fake his death. It was real. And that's where the piercing on the side was. The blushed out blood in water, piercing him in his heart. And he says, take your hand and put it in my side and be not faithless but believing. The evidence of the piercing in the side showed that Christ died. The evidence in the piercing in his hand showed that he was crucified. Islam is wrong according to the clear teaching of the Holy Bible and by the, and by the evidence of the Bible is contrary to Christ. It's against him. Therefore, it is anti-Christ. Saying he didn't die on the cross. If Christ didn't die and didn't rise again, then we are yet in our sins, as the great apostle Paul mentioned in 1 Corinthians chapter 15. We are in our sins. There's no hope. We are headed for hell, fire, and damnation, and we are going to answer to God on the day of judgment for our trespasses, our sins, and our transgressions. What a lie. 
What a lie. It's a lie from Satan. I'm going to be point blank. We love the Muslim people. We love them. Amen. We care about them. And that's why we're preaching this thing. We don't want them to go to hell. We want them to believe in the true God, the, the true Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. Who is the true God in eternal life. Praise God. We believe in, of course, the Bible believes, teaches that there's one God and three persons, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Amen. And Jesus Christ is God. Amen. The Son. Amen. God in flesh. Now, we're going to go back to the, the teaching of Islam as they continue to teach how Christ is not God according to the scripture and how they do reject the Trinity. We're going to go to um, Surah and Nisa in the Quran, chapter 4, 171. It says here, and I quote, O people of the book, do not go to extremes regarding your faith. Say nothing about Allah except the truth. The Messiah, Jesus, son of Mary, was no more than a messenger of Allah and the fulfillment of his word through Mary and a spirit created by command from him. So believe in Allah and his messengers and do not say Trinity. Stop for your own good. Allah is only one God. Glory be to him. He is far above having a son. To him belongs whatsoever is in the heavens and whatsoever is on the earth. Allah is sufficient as a trustee of affairs, unquote. They deny the Trinity. They deny that there's the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. What did Jesus Christ of Nazareth say? Amen. Did he acknowledge the Trinity in the word of God? Of course he does. We go to Matthew's gospel. Amen. Of course we, he does. Now we understand the Bible says, Hear, O Israel, the Lord thy God is one Lord. The Bible does not teach three different gods. No, it doesn't. He just one God in three persons. You have in, in one illustration, people use an egg and all these different kinds of things. Of course, God is not an egg. It just gives us an illustration to un try to attempt to understand. Amen. Three in one. You have one egg. You got the shell. You got the yellow yolk, the white yolk. But there's only are there three eggs. No, it's only one egg. One egg. Amen. But three different components to the egg, one egg. So we understand there's one God in three persons. Here what the Bible says, the Trinity. So the Bible says here in Matthew's Gospel, chapter number nine, chapter uh, number 28, and going from verse 18 to 20, says, And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and on earth. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I've commanded you, and lo, I'm with you always, even unto the end of the world. Amen. One God and three persons. Amen. So the Bible says, Israel, the Lord thy God is one Lord, not two, not three, but one God. We only serve one God, but he's revealed himself in three persons, the Father, the Son, the Holy Ghost. Amen. I'm not going to go into all that detail right now. Amen. But the Bible says in 1 John 5, 7, I'm just going to go there for a moment. Amen. As it teaches us the Trinity from the, from the Holy Scriptures. Amen. Very clearly. And uh, this, this verse is... We're not going to go into the to all of some people deny and reject the validity of First John five seven because of lack of, of, of Greek manuscript evidence and so forth. It's, there's nothing to doubt about First John five seven. We're going to have a video about that, a teaching video about that sometime in the near future. How that First John five seven is the true utterance of the Holy Ghost without a shadow of a doubt in any way, shape, or form. Amen. And that the grammatical context of the passage demands that First John five seven remain in Holy Scripture. But here's what it says: First John five seven says this for there are three that bear record in heaven the father the word and the holy ghost and these three are one praise god amen so they reject the trinity and they reject of course jesus christ being the son of god thank you lord this is what the bible says and the bible rejects what they're saying amen it's a lie jesus christ is the son of god finally we're going to go to one more we can go to a very other uh, areas of the quran 
that reject the Bible, that reject the, the, the word of God and that show itself to be the spirit of Antichrist against the Jesus Christ of Holy Scripture and that we don't serve the same God, obviously. And we're going to get to that in a minute. But here's what it says here in uh, Surah Al-Mada uh, 572. Surah Al-Mada 572 in the Quran. And I quote, those who say Allah is the Messiah, son of Mary, have certainly fallen into disbelief. The Messiah himself said, O children of Israel, worship Allah, my Lord and your God. Whosoever disassociates, whoever associates rather, whosoever, wh whoever associates others with Allah in worship will surely be forbidden paradise by Allah. Their home will be the fire and the wrongdoers will have no helpers. Unquote. Surah Al-Mada 572 in the Quran. What are they saying? What is the Quran saying? What is it teaching? It's teaching that if you say that, that Allah is a Messiah, it says, in other words, that, that, that uh, Jesus Christ is God, the Messiah is God. If you're, if you're saying that the Messiah is God, the Son of Mary, right, that Jesus Christ is God, okay, and the, then you are to be, you will have your home in hell, that your home will not be in paradise, but your home will be in hell, and the wrongdoers will have no helpers. So, so, so it's saying that if you believe that Jesus Christ is God in flesh, that he's the son of God, amen, it's, just, it's, it's saying that you will go to hell. It's, that's what it says in the Quran. Clearly. Surah Al-Mada 572. You can read it yourself, right? It says, okay, I'll read it again. Those who say Allah is the, is the Messiah, son of Mary, we have, have certainly fallen into disbelief. The Messiah himself said, O children of Israel, worship Allah, my Lord and your God. Whoever associates others with with Allah in worship will surely be forbidden paradise by Allah. The home will be for the fire and the wrongdoers have no helpers. So saying if you believe that Jesus Christ is God, you're going to go to hell. This is what they teach. This is what they teach in Islam. So basically they believe every Christian, true born again Christian is going to hell. Even people who are not born again that believe this are going to hell. So this is what they teach in Islam. Is Islam, the God of Islam, the same God of the Bible? Absolutely not. In no, absolutely no way, shape, or form. First of all, we know from the Bible that God said, amen, uh, to, uh, you know, the, an the angel Gabriel rather came to uh, Mary with a message from God. Amen. What did the angel Gabriel say? Okay. Well, the angel Gabriel said this in verse, uh, Luke's gospel, chapter 1, verse 26. In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God into a city of Galilee named Nazareth. Okay, to a virgin exposed to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. Listen to what the Bible says. And the angel came in unto her and said, Hail, thou art highly favored. The Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. And when, he, and when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying and cast in her mind what manner of salutation this should be. And the angel said unto her, Fear not, Mary, for thou hast favor, for found favor with God. And behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb, and shalt bring forth a son, and shalt call his name Jesus. Listen to this. Verse number 32. Listen verse very carefully. He shall be great, and he shall be called the Son, the Son of the Highest. And the Lord God shall give, him, give unto him the throne of his father David, and he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there shall be no end. Hallelujah. Verse 34. Then said Mary unto the angel, How shall this be, seeing I know not a man? Verse 35. And the angels answered and said unto her, The Holy Ghost shall come upon thee, and the power of the highest shall overshadow thee. Therefore also that holy thing which shall be born of thee shall be called the Son. Hallelujah. Of God. Praise God. Amen. That's what we find in the Bible. That's what it says. Amen. 
I'm just telling you what the scripture says. The Bible says the God of the Bible says he's called the son of God. That's what he says in scripture. Amen. What does God say? Amen. When the Savior was baptized by John the Baptist. Amen. The Bible says in verse number, chapter number three of Matthew's gospel, St. Matthew's gospel. And we go to verse number 14. But John forbade him, saying, I have need to be baptized of thee, and comest thou to me. And Jesus answered, said unto him, Suffer it. Suffer it to be so now, for thus it becometh us to fulfill all righteousness that he suffered him. And Jesus, when he was baptized, went up straightway out of the water, and lo, the heavens were opened, hallelujah, even unto him. And he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and lighting upon him. Listen to this, verse 17. And lo, a voice from heaven saying, this, <laughs> praise God, is my beloved Son in whom I am well pleased. Praise God. That's what the God of the Bible says. This is my beloved son talking about the Lord Jesus Christ in whom I am well pleased. He is the son of God. Amen. This is what Islam teaches. We can go do many other passages in the Quran, but I believe this would suffice. This will suffice. Islam does not teach that Jesus Christ is God. They do not teach that he died on the cross, that he was crucified on the cross, of course, that he rose from the dead. They don't believe that he's God in the flesh. They don't believe at all in the Trinity. They reject the fundamental teachings of the Holy Scriptures. And their Jesus, which they call Esau, is not the same Jesus Christ of the Holy Scriptures. According to the Bible, now according to the teachings of the Bible, it is a false Christ that damns the soul. How do we know that? How do we know that? We go, to a second, we go down to a Second Corinthians chapter 11. The Apostle Paul speaking under the inspiration of the Holy Ghost in his second epistle to the church at Corinth. He says, would to God you, would, you could bear with me a little in my folly and indeed bear with me. For I am jealous over you with godly jealousy. For I have espoused you to one husband that I may present you a chaste virgin to Christ. But I fear lest by any means that the servant beguiled Eve through a subtlety, so your mind should be corrupted from the simplicity that is in Christ. For if, for if he that cometh preacheth another Jesus whom we have not preached, or if you received another spirit which ye have not received, or another gospel which ye have not accepted, ye might bear well with him. Okay? Who are these people that do that? The Bible goes on to verse 13 of 2 Corinthians chapter 11. For such are false apostles, deceitful workers, transforming themselves into the apostles of Christ. And, and no marvel, for Satan himself is transformed into an angel of light. Therefore, it is no great thing if his ministers also be transformed as the ministers of righteousness, whose end shall be according to their works. Jesus said, amen, of course, through the apostle Paul, that if anybody teaches another Jesus, amen, which of course is contrary to the teaching of the Bible, that, he's, that he died on the cross, rose again from the dead, the Son of God, God in flesh, amen, they're teaching of Jesus that damns the soul, which is not really Jesus Christ of Nazareth at all. It's really Satan coming as an angel of light to deceive. And that's what Islam does. It's, come, it's deceiving multitudes of precious Muslim people. Precious, and I call them precious because they are precious in God's sight. Because God loves them. God, the Bible says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Notice what Jesus said. That God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. And in the Quran says, Allah has no son. Amen. Jesus Christ says, I am the son of God. He's, he's saying God sent his only begotten son. That's him. Well, uh, Jesus never said he's son of God. He said it so many other places in the Bible. Amen. John 3, 16. John chapter 5. John chapter 9. We can go on and on. Amen. Hallelujah. 
that he is the son of God. One of the passages I will do, I will touch, I feel the touch in my spirit. I'm just going to go to John chapter 9 for a minute. Because they say, oh, where did Jesus say he's son of God? Okay. John chapter 9. Jesus heals the blind man. Amen. The blind man's cast out of the synagogue. Amen. And the Bible says this. Amen. Verse 34 of John chapter, John's gospel chapter 9. They answered and said unto him, thou was altogether born in sins and dost thou teach us? And they cast him out. This is the religious leaders of the time that denied Christ. They cast out. Amen. The man that was healed by the Lord Jesus Christ who can now see. He was blind, but he can see. Praise God. The Lord touched him. Listen to verse 35. Listen carefully. The Bible says this. Jesus heard that they had cast him out. And when they had found him, he said unto them, unto him, dost thou believe on the Son of God? First of all, this is powerful. People think, you know, I got I to gotta support all these false churches and not stand for the truth of the gospel and just go with the flow. Listen, this man didn't go with the flow. He was cast out of the religious institution of his time. Because of the truth, because of testifying and professing, amen, the Lord Jesus Christ. What about today? When people profess the truth of the gospel and reject sin, reject the sin of homosexuality, reject the sin of transgenderism or the sin of divorce and marriage and all that. And they say, oh, we're going to cast you out. We don't want you in the church. And so be it. You know, when, that's when Jesus will come to look for you. Hallelujah. And reveal yourself to you and will sup with you and you with him. Amen. That's why he says, behold, I stand at the door and knock. Is anybody in there? Is anybody still love me in that place, in that apostate church or that apostate institution? Hallelujah. He says, amen. If you come out, amen. I will sup with him and he with me. Amen. When you open your door to him. But here's what happened. Getting back to this. Amen. Jesus said to the man. Amen. Bible says in verse 35, Jesus heard that they had cast him out. And when he had found him, he said unto him, Dost thou believe on the Son of God? That's the question that Jesus gave to the man who was healed, amen, from his blindness. Dost thou believe on the Son of God? Verse 36, he answered and said, listen to this, you got to hear this. Who is he, Lord, that I might believe on him? Is what Jesus said. Listen to this, hallelujah. Verse number, amen, 37. And Jesus said unto him, thou hast both seen him. Hallelujah. And it is he that talketh with thee. Praise God. He's saying, I am the son of God. That's what Jesus just said. Hallelujah. He said, thou hast both seen him with your eyes. Amen. And it is he that talketh with thee. And he said, Lord, I believe. And he worshiped him. Praise God. Jesus professed here in John's gospel that he clearly is the son of God. He said that I am him. I am the son of God. I am the son of God. To go to John, if you go to John's Gospel, chapter 8, amen, the chapter before this, praise God. I want you to look into this chapter, amen, because it's very, very serious, amen, with regards to Christ being God, and we're going to uh, get ready to close after this. But here's what the Bible says, amen, in regards to Jesus Christ being the very Son of the living God, amen, and we, we, just, we just read, amen. In John's Gospel, chapter number 8, it says here, uh, amen, it says, And the servant abideth not in the house, but the son abideth forever. If the son therefore shall make you free, you shall be free indeed. Talk about himself. Amen? He's the son of God. I don't know where people say, oh, you didn't say I'm son of God. It says all over the place. Amen? Hallelujah. All over the place in the Bible. Amen. But I want to show you where Jesus says, amen, uh, that if you do not believe that I am he, he says, you will die. You will die. In your sins. Amen. Because they did not believe that he was the Messiah. They did not believe that he was God. Amen. And they rejected him as being God in the flesh. Who am I talking about? The religious leaders of the time. Amen. They rejected Christ as being God in the flesh, sadly. But that was to their own detriment. 
And so we're going to go to John's gospel, amen, chapter 8, where Jesus says here, verse 58, Jesus said to them, verily, verily, I say unto you, before Abraham was, I am. Hallelujah. Praise God. Before Abraham was, he says, I am. That word I am, amen, is found in the Septuagint, which is a Greek, uh, a Greek translation of the Old Testament. In Exodus chapter number 3 and verse, four, in verse number 14 of the Septuagint, when God reveals himself to Moses, God says, amen, to Moses, amen, I am that I am. Amen. That, in the Septuagint, which is a Greek translation of the Old Testament, which was written in, of course, the uh, Old Testament was written in Hebrew. And the Greek, the Greek translation in the Septuagint says, ego ami. Here in John's Gospel, hallelujah, chapter number 8 and verse number 58 is the same word, ego ami. Hallelujah, ego ami, which is the same word that Christ used, the same word that God used, that they translated in the Old Testament, I am. And Jesus uses the same word here in the New Testament, I am. And what does it mean? It means that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. Amen? That he is God in flesh. That's what it means, that he is God in flesh. Praise God. And so the reality is that Jesus says, amen, I am. Amen? I am God. And that's why people don't understand, praise God, that he says, I am God. Hallelujah. That I am the God of the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. That's what the Savior is saying. And so when people say that he didn't say that he's God, that he didn't acknowledge for him to be God, how is that right when the Bible clearly says that he does acknowledge himself to be God? And how do we know that, that even the, uh, uh, the, the Pharisees even acknowledge that? Because look what they did at the end of the chapter. If, if you go to ch this chapter, amen, uh, of chapter 8, verse number uh, 59, it says, then, then took up... Then took they up stones to cast at him, but he had hid himself and went out of the temple, going through the midst of them, and so passed by. So, hallelujah, they wanted to stone him. Why? Because they said they, they believe he blasphemed. Amen? That he, being a man, maketh himself to be God. Because he is God. Hallelujah. That's why he's the Messiah. Glory to God. He's all, just like when Thomas saw, saw his nail print in his hand and, hand and his, the piercing in his side, he said, my Lord and my God. And when he worshiped him, Jesus didn't say, no, don't worship me. I'm not God. No, he received it because he is God. Amen. But Islam says, if you believe that, we damn you to hell. Amen. So lastly, John's gospel, chapter number eight and verse 24. Jesus says, I said, therefore, I said, therefore unto you that ye shall die in your sins. For if you believe that I am, if you believe not, that I am he, you shall die in your sins again. He's saying that he's God. Ego in me. Amen. So what about Islam? What about Islam? We love the Muslim people. But if you're in Islam right now and you're believing this, you're believing a lie according to scripture. The Bible has proven itself to be true by the facts of history, archaeology, Bible prophecy, and the eyewitness accounts of Jesus Christ's death, burial, and resurrection. Even the demons who were cast out declared them to be the son of God. Listen, believe the Bible. Islam says, amen, we believe the Bible, that the Bible has been corrupted. I always ask my Muslim friends, amen, because I love them very much. I am and I want them to be saved. And I asked them this question. I said, when was, when was the Bible corrupted? It's all, oh, there's so many versions of the versions of the Bible. It's all corrupt. There's so many manuscripts. Scripts. I said, yes, but we're, we're in all of the manuscript, amen, uh, transmissional manuscript uh, uh, authorities that we have, amen, copies that we have. 
Where does it ever teach that Jesus Christ is not the Son of God? Although I stand for the King James Bible and I don't support these other modern, the Greek texts of these other modern Bibles that they're based upon, which, which of course, you can look at our video that we've had uh, talking about the King James Bible and, the, and how we need to stick with the King James Bible based upon the evidence. And we'll go into that some other time. We don't, have, we don't have time for that now. But where in all the manuscripts that we have, okay, all the Greek manuscripts that we have in Latin or whatever manuscripts you want to look at, versions of the Bible, the, the, the Syriac, Peshitta, and all that. Where does it teach anywhere, okay, that Jesus Christ is not the Son of God in those manuscripts and versions, that he did not die on the cross, that he was not crucified, that he did not rise again from the dead, and that he's not God in the flesh? Where does it teach it? In any one of the manuscripts, show me one. Not one of them teach it. Now, there was areas that wanted to try to do away with the deity of Christ, but, but it doesn't actually teach, amen, anywhere that Jesus Christ is not, that did not die on the cross, did not rise again from the dead, is not God, amen, and all that. Huh? So where does it, where was it change? I asked my Muslim friend, when was the Bible changed in regards to those doctrines? They don't have an answer. Is there is no answer because the Bible did not change. The Bible is the word of God. God has kept this word true. Amen. Through all through all history, specifically those doctrines, those doctrines have not changed. You can't find one change of it. So Islam says the Bible is true, but it was changed and they can't find. They cannot give you any time and date and hour and minute and where and place at all where it was changed. Nothing. Nothing. Because the Bible didn't change at all. In regards to his teachings at all in any way shape or form it's all right here god has kept his word amen and so islam has been weighing the balance has found wanting if you're in islam right now we love you we're praying for you but don't believe the lie that jesus christ is not god in flesh he did not die on the cross he didn't rise from, again from the dead because if you do not believe that he is god in flesh you will die in your sins you will die he's the only way to heaven the bible says it very clearly neither is a salvation in any other for there's none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved it's not through krishna or not through confucius it's not through muhammad or moses or elijah the prophet or anybody else or me or my church or a denomination nation or anything like that or through the pope or through mary or the saints it's only through the lord jesus christ but which you can find redemption and salvation there's only one god and one mediator between god and man the man christ jesus and finally as i close amen this podcast this important podcast amen pertaining to the person of jesus christ and his nature the bible the bible the bible says amen i love it Woo! the word of god amen the bible says uh, in first in first john chapter number five i love the word amen hallelujah because it's able to make thee wise in the salvation. Praise God. First John chapter number five, the apostle John, amen, when, when teaching against the false Gnostic gospel, the, the, the Gnostics that were trying to say that Jesus did not come in the flesh, he now ends it with this. He says that I did see him. I touched him. I handled the word of life. He was real. He didn't. He was not just some kind of mystical Christ. He was real. He came in the flesh and I touched him and that he's God, a, a very God, a light, a very light. Finally, this is what he says about the Son of God. Verse 20 of 1 John chapter 5. And we know that the Son of God has come. He came in the flesh. There's no doubt about it. Amen. And if we believe that he didn't come in the flesh, that's Antichrist according to 1 John chapter 4. Okay. And we know that the Son of God has come. Hallelujah. Amen. Let me just read 1 John chapter 4. Beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirits whether they are of God, because many false prophets are gone out into the world. Hereby I know you, the spirit of God, every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is of God, and every spirit that confesses not that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is not of God, and this is that spirit of Antichrist, whereof you have heard that it should come, and even now already is it in the world. Now, 
But we just read, we're going to go back to 1 John chapter 5, verse 20. And we know that the Son of God has come and, and hath given us an understanding that we may know him that is true. Hallelujah. Listen now. And we are in him that is true, even in his Son. Hallelujah. Jesus Christ. This is what? The true God and eternal life. Little children, keep yourselves from idols. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Keep yourselves from false idols that, that, that look like it's the real Jesus, but it's not. Amen. That say he didn't come in the flesh. That say that he's not the Christ, that he's not God, that he's not the Son of God, that he didn't die on the cross, that he didn't rise again from the dead, that he was not crucified. Amen. Don't believe those lies from the pit of hell that would damn your soul to hell. Believe the truth of the gospel. Repent of your sins and believe that he's the Son of God and receive him as your Lord and as your Savior, as the Son of God, as your only way to heaven and your only escape from hell because if you do not believe that he that he is God that I am he Jesus said you will die in your sins and go to a devil's hell amen it's the very opposite what Islam teaches Islam is teaching that if you believe that he is God you'll go to hell the Bible says the contrary if you believe that he is not God you'll go to hell listen believe the Bible my friend reject the teachings of Islam reject the teachings of Mormonism of Hinduism of even false even false Christianity that's not of God. Reject it. It's not based upon the Bible, such as, you know, the, the so-called Christian, which is really the, the cult, such as Jehovah's Witnesses that say that Jesus Christ is not God. All that lie. Reject it and believe the word of God today and receive Jesus Christ. So Islam is a spirit of Antichrist, according to the Bible. And we want you to be saved. If you're not saved today, you can be saved through Jesus Christ and receive him not as a prophet, but as a son of God, as God in flesh. For every eye shall see him. Amen. Riding on a white horse, coming not as an, a prophet, coming not as just a great spiritual teacher, but as God to rule and to reign forever and forever and for and every knee shall bow and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. He's the Lord God of Abraham, Isaac and Jacob. Amen. Little children, keep yourselves from idols. Come to Jesus today. God loves you. The Bible says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Hallelujah. Now, whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but ever have everlasting life. Islam's God is not the God of the Bible. Islam's Jesus is not the Jesus of the Bible. It's a false Christ that damns us all. You need to accept Jesus Christ today. Receive him as your savior. Amen. Repent of your sins. Amen. The one who died on the cross, rose again from the dead, went to heaven, is coming back again. If you, wanna, if you wanna know the Lord Jesus Christ, the true Christ that will save your soul from the Bible, you can know him today. You can repent of your sins and receive him as your Savior and Lord. You don't have to go to hell, but you can go to heaven amen, and believe the true gospel of Christ. No prayer can save you alone, but you have to mean it from the bottom of your heart. And if you do sincerely, Christ will save you and give you everlasting life. Praise God. Hallelujah. Just pray this prayer sincerely from your heart. Lord Jesus, I believe you died on the cross for my sins. I believe you rose again from the dead according to the Holy Scriptures. I believe, Lord, you were crucified. Hallelujah. And that now you're alive forevermore. Thank you for dying on the cross for me. Thank you for shedding your blood on the cross for my sins. Lord Jesus, I believe that you are the Son of God, that you are God in flesh. Hallelujah. And I put my faith and my trust in you alone. I turn away from my sins. I turn away from every false teaching, even the false teaching of Islam. And I come to you by faith alone for my salvation. Lord Jesus, come into my heart and be my Lord and my Savior, both now and forever. And with the help of the Holy Ghost, I will love you, I will live for you, and I will serve you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise God. You pray that prayer, and you meant it from the bottom of your heart. Amen. And you sincerely, in genuine repentance, you became a newborn again child of God according to the Bible. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. 
If you want to, amen, be encouraged in this new walk with the Lord, go into our website, internationaldeliveranceministries.org. Go to our website, amen, to the Salvation tab. You'll see a booklet there that's entitled, What It Means to Be Born Again, Absolutely Free for New Christians, New Born Again Bible-Believing Christians that will encourage you in your new walk with the Lord, amen. You want to support this ministry, no gift is too small, no gift is too large for the, for the work of the Lord Jesus Christ. We love you. We are praying for you. God bless. Praise God. Jesus, I need you.